Welcome to The Woven Podcast, the heart of Good Life Church expressed through the women of Good Life. Join us on our journey to know God, find freedom and discover purpose so that together we can make a difference. Hey, welcome to a very special bonus edition of The Woven Podcast. I figured since we were all in Corona lockdown that we should uh, have a bonus episode just for fun. So I'm chatting today to my dear friend, Pastor Dave Gilpin. Dave and his wife, Jenny, are the pastors of Hope City, uh, which is a church with 12 locations around the world. Uh, Dave and Jenny are based in the UK. So he is currently in lockdown there. We're in lockdown here. So why not use the powers of technology and have a chat? I think you're going to enjoy this one. You will definitely laugh, but I think you're also going to find some, uh, some great advice. Dave has been an incredible mentor to um, Dave Connett and I and such a major encouragement in our lives and an amazing friend to Good Life Church. So strap yourself in. This is going to be a fun one. Enjoy. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Big love to you, Beck, you you little hero. <laughs> Not you awesome all. woman. I saw your parents too. How legendary are your parents? They're awesome, hey? Yeah, they're oh. in full lockdown at the moment because they're in the high risk category. So yeah, we're doing. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness me! <laughs> they're so proud of you though. Like, like that's a that's a gift to have parents that um, that um, are so engaged in your they're, faith life. Yeah, yeah, and that's exactly what they've always been. They're amazing. So I'm very blessed. Oh, Beck, I love that. I love, honestly, I love meeting them. I felt like. Um, I felt like an instant connection with them. I had lunch with them. It was just oh, so did like, you? yeah, with that, uh, nice. with the, in, in, a, in their dining, in their uh, church. Oh, church. yeah, in the big cafe. Yeah, so good though. Such a great church for them too, because the church has quite a few older, older people in it, but mm. they've all got young spirit and mm. uh, it's a totally unified church, great leadership. It's probably one of the best churches you can go to if you are, um, if you are. Um, more senior, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. They're, they love it there. They've yeah. been there for probably twenty years, I reckon. So love it. Gosh, look at you! Put your jacket on. You probably got your PJs on underneath. <laughs> I would have, except I'm not at home. I'm at the church, so therefore I did get dressed. <laughs> I've been doing these little daily devotional things on my Instagram for our church, and right. I always have a nice top on and my trackies on the bottom. So, oh, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> no one can tell. Oh. So, yeah. Hey, thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate oh, it. This is good. No, this is excellent, Beck. Anything yeah. for you. A oh. little bit for Dave, though, a little bit for Dave, but anything for you. <laughs> That's so mean. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. So tell oh. me how lockdown is treating you. Are you guys in full lockdown? Yeah, full lockdown. You can go for like a half hour, a half hour walk or something like that. Yeah, that's okay. right. Yeah, so, but yeah, it's not too, I don't find it too bad though because our next door neighbour, he's an ex-footballer, so he stands on the fence and he trains his wife and he trains us every second day for an hour. That's awesome. So, so that's nice, that. And then, we're, then me and Jen are going for a walk slash run every day. And uh, so I think I probably get more exercise now than I did when it wasn't locked down. Because I've seen your Instagram videos of the of the um, exercises no. both sides. Good, isn't like, it? It's awesome. Good. I didn't 
because Jen's got the battle rope. She's got the battle rope, and she already bought the punching bag. She already bought some big weights, you know. So it was already there. So it's almost fully mobilised. You got a great backyard too. That's a big backyard for England. Yeah, it is big backyard. Yes, yeah. fully landscaped. It's just excellent. Beautiful. So one respect. In one respect, it's it's a uh, like I haven't had a break though. Like my brain's been going at hundred miles an hour, but I I. In one respect, psychologically, I haven't minded, um, you know, being more at home. It's probably the most time you and Jen have spent together in ages. Yeah, no, it's more, and, also, and it's quite good though. And also, we're praying. We haven't prayed together in, in ages. Yeah. And so this is this is uh, us praying together every day. So it's quite. That's the, nice. uh, I think it's excellent. Yeah. Yeah. How you How are you doing with that? He's doing good, actually. But he actually hasn't been home much at all because he is actually allowed still to come to work. And same as you probably, it's gone, it's gone crazy busy for him. Like we're now basically content creators. Yeah, right, yes. Yeah, so he's in the other room recording, you know, messages for Sundays. and. Oh, I see. Gosh. Yeah, yeah. so he's flat out. It's been fun. Yeah, it's, oh. it's um, interesting with the kids home. They're home from school all the time. Oh, I love your kids. I fell in love with your kids, though, like I did, honestly. I just Because yeah. there's something so sparkly about mm-hmm. each one of them, right? They've got their own. What you've done as a parent, though, is you've created three absolute individuals, right, that, that all fit together perfectly, you know, like because sometimes you have, like, sure, they might fight with each other, right, but you have created something but they're all totally complementary and totally um, shining. Mm. It is, I think, it's, I think, meeting your kids has been one of the special events, I think, of me going to Australia and going to your church, I think. Going to your yeah. church, I think, because, because everything's happening in church life, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But then, then I just went under, under the, the earth, right, to see these, these three boys. Yeah. And uh, it just blew my, it blew my socks off how incredible they are. So Thank well you. done, Beck. Thank Gosh. you. They're good kids. We've been having this thing where um, we don't usually we don't usually eat together at breakfast and stuff. It's all like every man for himself. Get out the door. You go to school crazy. We have you know yeah. family dinners, but since they're all home from school. So oh, I've got them. They all have to make sure they've read their Bible in the morning. We sit down at eight o'clock and we all share what we got out of the Bible. It's been oh, awesome. They're getting no, like major revelations. It's so cool. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, I love it. So good. I love, oh, I love that, thing. Well done. Gosh, honestly, it's a huge achievement, that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, um, it's too funny. I had a laugh. I had a laugh when Dave, he did a, uh, an, an Instagram live, right? But, you know, his hair was still, was still dripping from the ocean or something like that. Like he'd just been for a surf. And, and this is coronavirus times where you have to look marginally marginally sober right so, yes. so so the juxtaposition especially here in england of a guy with long fair hair still dripping from just coming back from a surf and the seriousness of coronavirus <laughs> right it was just i had to, I, I did show jen i said jen this is hilarious look at Dave. his hair's still dripping he hasn't even blow dried it fun it's just funny uh, that's that's pretty accurate yes he was recording his message for last sunday and he got yeah. almost like 15 minutes through. It was a 20 minute message. So he was almost all the way through and he sneezed. It's like, right. have to start again because he can't sneeze with Corona. <laughs> I know you can't sneeze with Corona. 
can't and sneeze, cough can't back. cough, can't nothing, because everyone looks at you as if you're, you know, oh, that is got the plague. <laughs> oh, that is fabulous. That he, yes. that would have still been quite funny though, wouldn't it? Like if he had made a comment, done it and made a comment on it. Yeah, but that's if true. you're in a serious mode, because that's when you're pulling the sermon. That's where you're landing the message. So you have to be quiet, pastoral, you know. So you can't, yeah. you can't sneeze. Right, you need yes. to do it all again. <laughs> yes. Hey, so I want to ask you. I was watching your Instagram the other day, and you were I don't know where you were walking along the street with trees and yes. stuff. And yes. you're talking about how you felt a bit panicked with the whole thing, with Corona okay. and lockdown and everything. Yeah. Can you yes. tell me what that's been like? Because I'm imagining that you're probably not the only one who's feeling the same. So I'd love to delve no. into how you. No, that's true though. But I'm a I'm a mild panicker anyway. Anyway, yeah. Right. So so I I because I'm slightly autistic, so I tend to I tend to go down go down the road, then go then then I've got to go left. So the change always fright always not frightens me, but but I am but I'm but I'm seen as someone who changes a lot, right? Yeah. But they're but they're not curves, they're just sudden right angle changes. So all my life is just this way, then right angle, then right yeah. angle, then right angle, right? So it's 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 digital in a way. So yeah. so any new information just shocks me a little bit at first and then I settle into it. So I think with all of the changes of church and and uh, and all the workload and all of the just the just the, I think it's the weight like there's pastoral weight. And there should be, but there's also just the weight. Uh, I think it, it almost affects everything because you're trying to carry, you're trying to lead the church, and you don't want people to drift off. But then you realise that the church, this is this is marching orders for the church. This is when the church turns from being at the dining room table to being in the gym, yeah, and uh, and being out outside out of the salt shaker. So, in one respect. It, this is this is good for the church to, in one respect, fend for themselves, right? To they've had enough food for years. Mm-hmm. They've 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 been filled with his presence for years, and just go and have good devotions and go and reach your neighbours for Christ, you know? Yeah. Because I think you can almost you can almost over mollycoddle. And you know, when you're a parent, though, you know, when if if you if your child has has an injury, right? You do overly care. You know, and I think that's what we tend to do with the church, right? We overly care about the yeah. church. And I think that I've cared too much, yeah. but I'm just trying to pull back thinking, Dave, don't care so much, right? Because because this is, they, you fed them for years. Yeah. For such a time as this, right? Yeah. So so let them get on with it. Let the Premier League rise up and and uh, and let, let those in the lesser leagues really be challenged. Is Jesus Lord? And I think yeah. that... Uh, so I don't want to overdo it. It's the same with, with all of that internet stuff. We do, we've got a, quite a bit on, but then I've stopped now because, because I think if I do too much, I'm almost spoon feeding people yeah. that, are, that are beyond babies now. Yeah. Some are babies, but but majority are beyond babies. So I've just got to be quite careful. And I think it's just because I'm mild panic. And that's why I sort of, I'm fairly cool because I've got to suppress my emotions. And I think suppressing emotions is quite a good thing as long as, mm. as long as you're able to suppress them and then release them in mm. your devotional life with God. Yeah. I think otherwise it's crazy. I know a lot of people who are just, they're too socially up and down to be social. And I think I could be that as well. I could be too extreme yeah. to be social. I think when you're social, you need self-discipline. And self-discipline is um, holding back emotion. You know, mm. otherwise, mm. otherwise you'd just be, you'd just have Tourette's. If you, you'd see someone and, and you say, oh, you, you look a bit overweight today, you know, that kind of honesty. 
<laughs> that kind of authenticity. Yeah. And, and, you know, you can't, you can't survive. No, you can't be too honest. <laughs> no, no, you can't. So, so there's got to be a, a suppression yeah. uh, or a boxing of emotion to a degree. As long as you yeah. can release it with God yeah. and take it to God, then I think that, I think that's, that's a good, that's good life management mm. rather than just people, yeah. I'll just be myself all the time. Well, well, you're going to be a horrible person if you are yourself because the amount of thoughts you get through your brain and emotions you get is, is yeah. too much for people to bear. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's quite a, controversial, quite a controversial thing to say though because we do live in a society where it's all about being led by your emotions instead of actually telling your emotions, shut up. <laughs> I know. You know? I know. What you're doing though, what you're doing is you, you're leading by a deeper emotion and that's your emotion that's more telescopic. It's the emotion that, that actually wants to succeed in life. So you, so you are still being emotional. It's just a, a more, a, a deeper, more mm. why, why emotion coming from a deeper truth. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's lots of different yeah. truths. You know? And uh, so that's what you do. So you're still emotional. It's just a mm. different kind of emotion, you know. Yeah. To quote you, it's what you want versus what you really, really want. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. And yeah. everyone, everyone knows what they really, really want and they have to pull, rein themselves in. We're all like Olympic athletes and Olympic athletes, they want to win gold, they're vision-led, and so they restrain their diet, they restrain how much chocolate they eat and stuff like that. Talking about food, though, food is going through the roof over here. People are eating more <laughs> <laughs> I know. than they've eaten in their life. Do you know what I do? You know what I did yesterday. This is this is yeah. so stupid because I've been busy. I've been working and overseeing everything, but all from home. So yeah. this is what I do. I never forget to snack. Like I'll eat. You know, I ate Mars bars pods yesterday. Yeah. A whole bag of them. Um, but I forgot to eat breakfast and lunch, and didn't eat dinner till eight pm. Like, oh, what is, like you just eat crap and you forget yes, to yes. actually eat. That's funny, like, that isn't it? It's a funny thing. It's partly comfort eating, right? Because yeah. everything's a little bit up in the air, right? Yeah. And, um, and also, let's say church finances, right? You don't quite know how it's going to go. And so, and with people's lives, you know, mm -hmm. uh, their jobs are insecure. Um, the future's a bit insecure, uh, you know. And so I think it, there's a bit of comfort eating coming in there. People are drinking more too. They are drinking, definitely yeah. drinking more as well. Right? So even that, even that, you want to come out of this period being a little fitter rather than being fatter. But I, but I can understand why people are eating more, though. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, oh, look, I'm with them. <laughs> oh. yes. You and your massage. <laughs> so bad. So bad. Oh. Do you ever hide? Do you ever hide? Do you, do you ever hide the wrappers from Dave, though? Yes. Yeah. He's just walked in the door, so don't tell him. I know. <laughs> You're only here for 30 seconds. I'm only here for 30 seconds. Yep, yeah, that's your limit. That's it. Yeah. Time in. Put the stopwatch hey, on. Hey. How you doing, Dave? Good. Are you going to give that shirt back to Beck after, after, <laughs> you, after you finish wearing Not it? Next, it's my mum's. <laughs> do you like it? No, in actual fact, I do actually like it. I do. <laughs> I do. I like yeah. that. I like that, that shade of pink in reality. I do. Yeah, it's, it's musky yeah. pink. It's not just pink. It's not. It's it's musky pink. It's I like it, Dave. Suits right. you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> good to see. You. How's the Gilpins? Yeah, good. Yeah, good. Yeah, good. 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 Uh, well, good. What's that? You're in lockdown. Yeah, lockdown. So it's it's not it's not too bad. 
but you know, as I say, saying, there's a lot of pressures around, isn't there? There's a lot of people going through a lot of difficult times. Yeah. And uh, one of the doctors in that church has got coronavirus now. So you want to be, oh, wow. and also I'm trying to protect through prayer a lot of the elderly people because if they get it, um, it's 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 a very life or death situation. Mm-hmm. And I know I know quite a few people that are in the vulnerable category. So, gosh, I'm 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 praying away that it just yeah. it, it misses their door, you know. Yeah. 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 It's very sobering, hey. Ah, oh, very sobering, you know. I think about that with my parents because my dad's in the high risk category. Oh yes, you know, right. if something happens. I can't even get it. I'm there in New Zealand. I can't get to them. So you know, no, you can't. No, that's huge. That yeah, it's huge. And uh, it's worth it's it's worth having a lockdown and us doing worse. The economy doing worse financially if it keeps your parents alive. Yeah. Yes. You yeah. know what I mean. So the, the equation is quite the right equation. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because we're trying to protect, and it's a great thing for society to do it. They ought to do it on the on the bottom end of the of the spectrum as well. Mm. You know, in mm-hmm. terms of valuing life. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know. Okay. You're All out right. of here. I'm done. Good to see you. This is great. Thanks for Good the compliment. Day. Sure. Love you. See ya. See ya. Tell me when he's gone. Tell me when he's gone. Go away. He's still standing at the door. Go away. Is he? He's gone. He's gone. <laughs> Has he? Now listen, have you got a secret stash of sweets and chocolates? Well, actually, it depends if I'm on the wagon or off the wagon. So when I fall off oh, the wagon, yes, then yes. <laughs> when I'm on the wagon, no, I'm great. Oh, that is brilliant. That's great. But you do hide, sometimes you hide the wrappers. Oh, I, I yeah. hide the evidence afterwards. Yes, yes. Yeah. You put it on the bottom of your rubbish bin rather than lying on the top. I know how it goes. How do you know these things? Because <laughs> sometimes I, I go into the bedroom and I, I say, Jen, what are you chewing on, right? And, she, and, she, and she's got some uh, something she's bought, right? But I haven't seen it in the pantry or in the fridge, right? So she's obviously kept it in the back of somewhere. <laughs> well, see, this is what women know, that you're not going to go through our handbags, right? Because men no. are scared of women's handbags. Yes. That's the truth. That's yeah. so true. I, yeah, that's about you're right. I've never been through Jen's handbag. No, no. It's it's the secret of woman's power, so you don't go in there. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so actually, I don't want to. I don't want to keep you for too long. So I just want to ask one more, a couple more questions. Is that okay? Oh, that's fine. That's fine, Ben. Um. So back to lockdown and mild panicking and all the rest yeah. of it, and and keeping emotions under control. Oh, yeah. um, the idea I've had the the. The catchphrase I use is you want your emotions to be a river, not a flood. And as long as they're a river, then we're fine, right? And I think Christians want to be delivered from emotion or delivered from temptation. And I think that it's almost too much for the Bible that in one it's almost it's almost it's it's just it's too perfect perfect. And I think the Bible is not written with that level of perfection. Mm. And uh, so I think as long as anxiety becomes a river, not a flood, we're fine. As long as depression is a river, not a flood. And I think you'll always be susceptible to it because different personality types are susceptible to different issues. Yeah. And I think like a red-blooded male will always be tempted sexually, right? But as long as it's a river and as long as the banks don't break, we're mm. fine. We're mm. fine. It'll be in your, in your brain. It'll be in the fallen part of your mind or even the natural part of your mind, say, mm. uh, because we're human beings, um, you know, human instinct. So as long as you're controlled, we're doing fine, but the idea that we'll be totally released is 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 an odd concept that's crept yeah. into the church 
that doesn't yeah. help people out because because they think oh, I'm still afflicted by temptation. Well, yeah, you'll do that till you die. Yeah. Just control yeah. it. And controlling stuff is where the Bible's at. He, yeah. he gives you not the spirit of fear, but a spirit of power, love, and self-discipline, which is the mm -hmm. ability to create rivers out of floods. That's so funny. I'm big into it, and I think I've had to do that. And, um, and I think, oh, I'm still slightly crazy, but it's craziness in, in a river. It's not yeah. craziness flooding. You know? yeah. So yeah. it's a, been a real key for my life. That's awesome. Because I think often our greatest strengths are also our greatest weaknesses, which is why we have to rely on the Holy Spirit, right? And so that's exactly. where if it's a river and there's banks, then God can direct it into creativity, into good things. That's when yeah, it that's overflows. And Absolutely. If you yeah. choleric, you're going you're to have a river of anger. But as long as the anger, you can restrain yourself and not lash out. If you're mm -hmm. melancholic, you'll have a river of depression. As long as, because you're over analyzing. Mm -hmm. And as yeah. long as it doesn't flood out, you know, if you're phlegmatic, you probably might have a river of laziness, right? Just, just because you're just so, so chilled, right? So chilled. Yeah. And so yeah. you have to constantly self-motivate, constantly build a, an, 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 a schedule, you know. But, but fair enough. That's just called life management. Mm. And, uh, and, you know, you can succeed. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I think often people, they, um, and I know I do this, Using again, I'm I'm going to quote you again, but that analogy that you used when you did the mind map, right? And how you yeah. first have a thought and it's got to go through the weeds and through the bush and everything like oh, that. Yeah. And so yeah. when we, I don't know if you want to just talk that through just briefly, but I know that people often will struggle because they've got one way of thinking and they want to change their thinking, but they feel like uh, it's too hard. Can you explain yes. that analogy? Why yes. it's too hard? I think the the place where every thought comes into is um is into the grand central station of your will. But I think with your will, often it gets overtaken by terrorists, right? Your will gets weakened uh, by the culture you create. You know, if, I, if I'm constantly watching uh, the wrong kind of shows on Netflix, then it's just going to erode my, the sharpness of my will. And then I'm just going to, thoughts are going to come to the Grand Central Station and just quickly get diverted on trains of instinct to cities of bad habit. You know, it's going to quickly do that. So I think that people need to exercise their will, their willpower, and mm. God can help that, you know, because, um, because God um, can cause us to will his desires and to, you know, and I think and a, the culture we create does that. So a culture, as you said the other day, our confession helps strengthen our will, our culture, the culture we live in helps strengthen our will, and then you make a choice because mm. for every, every train leading to the fallen part of the mind is a train of the Holy Spirit leaving to the new part of your mind because, because the Bible says for every temptation there is a way out. Mm. And so every thought um, that, that comes in is, 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 is echoed by a thought from the Word of God or a thought or an action from the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And, um, you know, and I think in that way you, you, do, you always have a choice. Mm. And I think choice, and as so once you realise you've got a choice, then that makes a huge difference too because otherwise you think I haven't got a choice. Yeah. And the more, you, the more trains that go into the new part of the mind, the more you build new skyscrapers of habit. And the, but if you allow trains to go into the fallen part of the mind, every train carries building material and it builds habits. And I think our aim is to, is to pull down habits of the fallen mind and increase habits of the new mind. So you're habitually uh, good rather than habitually bad. You're mm -hmm. habitually optimistic rather than habitually um, yeah. pessimistic.
And I think habits are where it's at. But to create a habit, though, you know, is the same as creating a habit of exercise. It, it takes a long time to create a habit and uh, a long time to change. And so you have to keep working at it. It's not, it's not easy, but the Holy Spirit does help you. And also it's step by step as well. You know, you, you, you stumble, but you don't fall. You know, you end up on the wrong train and then you, you say, God, I'm sorry. He then takes you back. To, to the Grand Central Station and you can start again. So it's quite kind in the process because he knows as humans, uh, we don't change overnight. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, we get a revelation overnight, but when yeah. it comes to change, change is always gradual. Yeah, yeah, that's so good. I love that. And, uh, yeah, I, I love that he is so kind. I just think, you know, he knows sometimes we try to hide our brokenness from him, but he's completely aware of how broken we are. <laughs> And yeah. he's, he's cool with it. Like he loves us. He's, he's like, yes. I'm all good. <laughs> yes. Know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. He's a journey, journey man. We've yeah. made him, we've made God too miraculous in that he does, he does some incredible miracles. But when it comes to a lot of things, it's this, it's the slow change that is miraculous, but we've almost made it too fantastical. Yeah. And I, and I, and I do, I don't mind a little bit of fairy dust, right? Because it just makes life exciting but you don't want to put too much fairy dust on something because then it becomes a bit deceptive and people eventually get so discouraged and so disappointed. Mm. They leave church and they leave God because yeah. we set them up for something too fantastical. Yeah. And it's just pitching. Pitching is important. You want to pitch up. Uh, there's always, God's always optimistic. He's always positive. He's always, the opportunity for miracle is always there, mm. uh, but, he's, mm. but he's a journeyman who helps us on our pilgrimage. So the idea of Psalm 84, uh, that we were on pilgrimage, is just the perfect perfect analogy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, rather than we've arrived, we've arrived. You know, Mm. we are arrived, but it's step by step. Yeah, yeah. And you think of everything that God's created and designed, like you go, okay, to get muscles, you don't just wave a magic wand and you've got a six-pack. You go to the gym and you work hard. You know, and yes. same thing with a baby. You don't wave a magic wand and there's a baby. You have to go through right. the nine. And God is a process God. He wants to take time. And yeah. the stretching can be really uncomfortable and it can be actually uh, painful sometimes. But that's yeah. actually, you know, how we yeah. get to where God's taking us. Yes, and it's enjoyable too. After, after say, you do some exercise, you, you do enjoy yourself, even though you weren't not as fit as you could be, you yeah. still feel excellent. You probably feel as good as you will be uh, when you are fit because it's, it, it's the journey from which we get a sense of satisfaction. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, I think the church, I think in one respect, even this season right now is a bit rough and ready and mm. it's, it's, it's helping people um, to, be, to be strong and courageous Mm. Uh, against the backdrop of fear and weakness, mm. so I think I think it's quite these these are quite good days for authentic, an authentic walk with God. Yeah, yeah, and it's forcing us to slow down. It's forcing us to rethink how we do not just church but life and relationships and be much more intentional. And you know, I I bought a book once. Never read the book because it was a really boring book, <laughs> but the book's title was the creative yeah. power of frustration. And I just thought that's brilliant. You know, oh, every time I'm frustrated, where's the, creative, where's the creative opportunity yeah. here? Yes, that's excellent, that. Because people think you're more creative in peacetime. But I don't think it's true. You're more creative in angst time when there is frustration. That's why pe- a lot of pop bands, rock groups, write their best songs when they're 16. 
Yeah. You know, like if you hear if you hear Elton John songs now, they're absolute rubbish, like complete and utter rubbish. Yeah. And yet it's the same guy. It's yeah. just a different time period. Yeah. The, his masterpieces were written when he was between, say, 16 and 26, you know. Yeah. But anger, yeah. yeah, frustration is, yeah. is a time where you can actually yeah. be incredibly creative. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's awesome. I love it. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Well, I, sh- I should oh. let you go because I know your um, personal trainer is waiting, standing on a fence. <laughs> oh, that's excellent. It's so good. It's so good with, with him though because because he's an ex. He only just came out of professional football about six months ago, wow. and um, and uh, like they were quite standoffish when we, when we first moved here, or or his wife was right. Yeah. But I tell you, like in the last week, two weeks, we've seen. And like I just think she is an excellent person, and also both of them. I've seen the 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 magic in them. I've seen like more of who they actually are. Yeah. And um, I just I think it's quite a treat, you know. That's quite nice. a treat. Yes. Yeah. So I'm, I was quite surprised how how well we we're not not from the same backgrounds, but how well we um, banter. Yeah. Right. Because no. how, how, do, how do you actually do it though? Because you obviously can't hang out together because you're in lockdown. You're just yelling. Into the- he, yeah, he just he stands on a on a uh, chair uh, <laughs> beside the, so he's looking over the fence, right? So he's got his timer there, and he, he and we've set it up so everyone's got a different station. Okay. To do a minute a minute at a different station, and his wife's got her own stations too, you know. <laughs> See, I could never be trained by my husband. If my husband was trying to do a personal no. training. Be like, no, go away. <laughs> no, I'm surprised too that she puts up with it. But but even then, wrangling together is quite amusing. Even yeah. just the way they talk about each other, it's quite sweet, you know. Oh, that's awesome. Like an old married old married couple, but they're not old. It's just it is quite refreshing. Yeah, that's so cool. I love it. I love it. Uh, well, do you have any last words of wisdom for whoever's listening to? Um, this? Gosh, so this podcast though, what's the, what's the title of the podcast that you're doing again? Um, so it's called the Woven Podcast. It's um, oh yeah, excellent, yes, yeah, yeah. So it's for the women of actually, well, whoever wants to listen to it, but Woven is yeah. a women's ministry. Yeah. Oh, brilliant! So oh, I've been gosh, doing I'm, it for about a year. Yes, I'm panicking slightly, Beck, because I'm um, because I got invited to be uh, the one of the speakers at the City Point Women's Conference in oh. August. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I'm. That's a huge. Like that is huge, right? Awesome. And uh, and I'm I'm thinking, oh Lord, please let this lockdown finish fairly soon, so all the women can can um can buy their tickets to yeah. City Point Women's Conference. They'll right? be there if they let us. Yes, but I'm, let us. but I'm hoping. But I'm hoping this this whole thing doesn't drag on, because uh, it needs to like for for a conference in August, it has to be releasing like in june right so yeah. you can get going then right Absolutely. but but i'm i'm because uh, i'm so honored that yeah. i was asked and now i'm sort of thinking oh no please lord i want to do it I want it was such a great opportunity yeah and and uh so hope, hopefully hopefully yeah. and it's hopefully, an amazing I, conference you'll love it yeah. it's so and, good yes well i'm hoping like i'm hoping people like your parents stay safe but at the, and and so we need to be released at the right time yeah but i hope that there is a time i hope that this the virus does uh fade away yeah uh, fairly, fairly quickly you know because mm-hmm. you don't want it hanging around for too long 
No. You know, even even economically, it'll just, you know, it's it will even destroy us, won't it? Yeah. yeah. It will destroy yeah. us. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, you, you're counting human lives with, you know, physical, with a disease, but there's also human yeah. life of economic uh, issues and suffering and all the pain that, that brings. You know, you've got to try and... I know, match the two, I know. Yeah, I would not want to be the leaders of the nation right now. That's just... You know, no, it's quite tricky. Yeah. Very tricky time, you know, and also yeah. when to release, it's a tricky time too. So. Yeah, yeah, and you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't, you know. Half the nation's going to be angry at you either way. <laughs> yeah, everyone blames the government for everything. Yeah. Um, yes, it's dictated by the media. The story's dictated by the media. Now, now they're banging on about not enough protective gear for people working in health services. So that's the general theme now. But yeah. the media in charge of where the story goes. Anyway, it, yeah, yeah. yeah. ticks me off. <laughs> it's all very, it's all very well to be an armchair critic when you're sitting in your armchair. It's a very different thing yeah. when there's, you know, the weight of a nation on your shoulders. Oh, uh, so yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. very tricky. We need to keep praying though, and keep yeah. praying for the leaders, and keep praying for each other. I think prayer, I think prayer is an excellent thing because because it does just allow God to touch. And also, because everyone's slowing down, uh, you know, if a lot of issues, say, with the women, with their children, um, yeah. you know, sometimes I think as a mum, I think you just get frustrated and you think, oh, what can I do now? And mm. I think the only way, way you can go is upwards to prayer. And I think that then yeah. you can allow God to do what God does. I think as, yeah. a, as a, I always say this with, a, with children, there's always issues that every child has that a mother cannot touch because they're reserved for God. Wow, and I think if, if a mum touched every issue, then then the the child would never become a Christian. Wow, and I think that, so. I think a mum always they've had they've kind of got their both hands or at least one hand on a fence in their child's life, thinking, "What's this fence doing here? Why can't I come in and help this issue?" But it's a, it, God's put the fence up That's because he so he wants, yes because he wants to be the mother. He mm. wants to be the father because he wants the, person, the, the child to have an original relationship with him. And nobody comes to God without some kind of limp and without some kind of um, issue, right? Mm. So I just say to every mum that if your hand is against the fence, right, just lift the other hand up to God and just ask God for his help because God jumps fences and this is a God fence. And I think, and I think then God will come through because I don't think that, that yeah, I don't think a child can resist the prayers of a faithful mum, you know. And I think that uh, I think that I think that because you because your kids are up close now, you're going to see various issues within them and worry about them. But just put one hand up to God, and I think that I, I fully believe that that God will come through and with issues, and you'll think, oh, what happened there? I, I, I didn't have a hand to I didn't have a hand in that, but I had a hand up in that to God, you know? So I think, I think that's, it's a big thing that, right? Because every woman worries and, and it's a healthy concern because um, you, you're a mother and you gave birth to these children, right? So, but God's the solver of stuff that's a bit too complicated. Yeah. That's let, me pray for every, yeah. let me pray for every mum now. Yes. Father, pray for every mum in Good Life Church and every mum listening to this, um, this podcast. And I pray God that you'd, just wipe the tears from their eyes and cause one hand that's on the fence, God, just to just to release its grip, and the other hand, God, just to lift it a little higher. And we ask you, God, to take 
the complexities and take the dramas and take the sadness that's deep in the heart of some of our children mm-hmm. and take the um, just just what whatever injuries they have within their soul. And I pray that you'd come in, God, and you'd rescue them and that you, they would think, God, you're magnificent. You know, God, you're incredible. I pray that every child would cry out to you, God, and you'd do remarkable things within their mind, within their body, within their destiny, within their soul, God. And, and you'd be a soldier. And this, uh, this period, this corona period, would, cause, would, see, would see lots of breakthroughs, God, and a lot of angst and a lot of frustration would just dissolve like an ice cube dissolving in sunshine. That, and, and every mum would stand back and think, God, you are remarkable. And I pray that, that every mum would give glory to God, every child would give glory to God. And your kingdom would advance, would advance not by might or power, but it would advance by your spirit. And so I pray, God, you take the frustration, just reduce it down five degrees, 10 degrees like every mum, God, and turn anxiety just back to concern and let the concern just be turned into prayer, God, and let our God just be active in in the situation we bring up father bless every moment may good life church be a happy church god even in the midst of um complexities and difficulties right now let let it be a happy church god let the joy of the lord be their strength let the peace of god be their pathway and just bless uh bless dave and bless beck bless the kids and bless every family that's listening in and uh, bless their church services online on Sunday. Bless their ministry, God. But, Lord, let the, the sunshine of happiness radiate from good life in Newcastle right across Australia and right into New Zealand, right into Auckland, God. Father, let the gift of this church be not just known, but let the sunshine be felt on the skin of people's hearts and the skin of people's lives, God, and, uh, and let, them, let them just come alive as sunshine, breaks through the clouds let let good life church be that breaking through the clouds giving people a like a lizard on a rock a sense of just being sustained by the sunlight of heaven in jesus mighty name amen amen oh my god thank you (laughs) you're awesome (laughs) that was i love you guys so much oh thank you we are so grateful for you in our life we really are and jen just Amazing. You guys are amazing. Oh, you're amazing. Yeah. Fathers in the faith. And you're not old enough to be my dad, but it's like a father in the faith. <laughs> Just had to make sure I clarify. Oh, I love that. We should tell oh. everyone we're birthday twins. We should. It's important. I know. I know. Birthday 11th of February. Yes. A few years apart, but, but 11th of February. Oh, love that. <laughs> yes. All right. Thank you. You go and get fit. You're awesome. And um, yep. see you around. Hopefully see you in August at the conference. Yes, 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 definitely. Thank you. Love you. See See you. Love you. Bye-bye. That's it for this edition of The Woven Podcast. If you want to know more about Good Life Church, head to goodlifechurch.com.au. Thanks for listening.